progress by intermediation. Yeah, and that's what the next, uh, you know, the second third of this program, as Click and Clack would say, um, is going to be about. So I won't answer that yet, but we're going to take a, a walking meditation then and come back and talk about how to work with this. So, Dying is best. What's that? Dying is best. Dying is best. <laughs> <laughs> Hardest. Hardest. Like you know, if we're in an unpleasant uh, cycle, it's actually good, you know, to have it end, to have it die in that way. But, yeah. Any other groups? What did another group do? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was basically like what everyone else was saying. The thing we uh, found kind of most interesting is as we went around, we'd always wind up back at ignorance. And so we explored how that actually happened. Mm. So like when the cycle of the first car went, you know, came to an end, then, you know, we had bought, we had bought a BMW. At the ignorance point was like, you know, this time if we get a Mercedes, <laughs> 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 and start the whole thing all over again. Yeah, yeah. And so we were wondering, is that what the ignorance piece is, is that you kind of go through the cycle, but you don't... Because you, you started off this whole day saying that the Buddha saw these patterns, and then you saw enough of them to finally say, oh, wait a minute, I get it, this thing just... And is that the, igno the ignorance is that when you don't see that, or you keep repeating... You keep repeating, exactly. The wheel... That, like, no, 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 this time, for real, though. Yes. <laughs> this time I'll get it right. This time, you know, I'll get a red one instead of a blue one. Or I'll... Not seeing that, no, it's the nature of the pattern. Yeah. It's never, never going to be any different. Totally. That's exactly it. And then what we were wondering is, but does it start off, so then that would the alternative be to kind of accept where you are? Is that the, this, the whole thing starts because you think it's an, it's an attempt to somehow find the better alternative as opposed to the acceptance Basically, I mean, that's, a, that's one, you know, there's many ways you could describe that experience of wisdom, but a big one is equanimity, acceptance, contentment, instead of, you know, feeling driven, the hungry ghost looking to stuff things in, just in a, 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 having some degree of acceptance, contentment, equanimity, but there's many ways, you know, cooling the fires of desire, you know. Coming from realizing that you're never going to fill it. Not from out there. Not from out there, and that's exactly what the Buddha saw, is there's nothing out there that's going to really quench in any permanent way this feeling of deficiency that I have inside me. It's got to come from some shift in the way I view this whole reality, not by getting anything. <laughs> there may be times when there is a deficiency when you've made mistakes. I mean, it's it's almost it almost sounds like when I hear that it's like, well, so you don't learn from your mistakes? Well, of course you do. But yeah, in yeah, other no, words, no. it's like you don't say, oh well, you know, whatever. I'm just content. No, no, Sometimes no. Sometimes you've been in a situation where you you can improve it because oh, I made some mistakes in a relationship or something, and now I've learned from that. And I, you know what I mean? That how does that play into? Yeah, no, it? no, I definitely. Want to, I want to redo that kind of thing. Yeah, no, and definitely that you know, as I said, there can be positive feedback yeah. loops in this where we're learning and that's what the Buddha said I saw when I say equanimity and I, I said it before but I can't emphasize enough it doesn't mean you become a passive lump right. it means you look and see what are the actions I do that cause suffering right. what have I done in the past what am I you know perhaps about to do what are the actions body speech and mind 
that bring a sense of well-being, contentment, beneficial, wholesome to myself, to others, to both. So no, it's always looking to see the learning happening. That's why this path particularly is known as the, the gradual path or the path of cultivation. It's always about learning. And, and growing and that you know there really is a sense of a gradual path that gets developed a gradual uh, practice and that we grow in wisdom it's not about you know, I don't want any, any time to it can sometimes and that's part of the why I at one point I said something like you know don't think that mindfulness is it because there can be this this um, uh, view about mindfulness or vipassana insight meditation practice that it's just about sitting and observing what's happening mm -hmm. and that's not it at all the buddha said no be an active participant mm -hmm. see what kind of thoughts you're having that lead to suffering and what kinds that lead to benefit mm -hmm. and cultivate those learn from you know learn from where you suffer mm -hmm. no it. so it totally apply it uh, equanimity doesn't mean passivity acceptance doesn't mean passivity it just means we're not reaching out you know, looking for something out there, we've realized that the only place that true contentment can be found is through some inner sense of well-being. And that's relational, you know, it doesn't happen in isolation. So yes, it includes how we conduct ourselves in relationship, in our work, in, you know, all of those things, because that's part of this feedback loop. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Yes. Discuss also what are the entry points at which you might interrupt the process and become a little bit more mindful. Great. And we uh, identified the uh, sometimes your own craving or clinging can be a, tri uh, a trigger, or <coughs> loss in particular, mm. death and loss mm -hmm. can be a trigger for waking up. Uh, yeah. Uh, would that would you see the second? part of the scale as the more likely entry points, or could you come in at any time? At any time, and again, that's what we're going to do in the second third of the program, um, is is look at how how you get off this wheel, where what the exit points are, as one teacher likes it. But I, I'm glad that it came up in your groups. You really saw how you, you know you kind of feel stuck. What would take me out of this? This is this is the important thing. This is the essence of this is the why this teaching is important. Is not oh, look at this terrible picture of how we all get stuck and suffer. It's like, okay, if I see that, what, do I, what can I do to shift that, to change that? So we'll talk about that after. Yes. We came up with the idea for a better model. A better model. Uh, Throw this. Three-dimensional. And, and uh, I didn't go into some of the traditional views. One of the models is that these are mirrors all of the links, and so each mirror, you know, the reflects the other ones. But this teacher, Tanja, said, no, that's way too limited. It has to be much more holographic and, you know, yeah. these fractals and feedback loops and going this way and that way. So, yeah, if you can come up with one, please, we'd like to... No, that's, the, that's what we were talking about, yeah. it's too limited in this way. It's, yeah. It tends to drive you in kind of thinking chronologically, yes. linearly, and it's obviously... It's not. And that, so that's, that is a real, and it's really important that you get that. You know, when the Buddha spoke about it, he, he just listed it. He didn't do it as a circle. The circle gives that sense of, which I think is helpful, but you don't want to get stuck in that. This is not, and it's not even, as you say, it's, I keep emphasizing, it's not that one ticks off after the other. It could be this one jumps to this one, or, you know, and they're speaking to each other. But you can see, 
a tendency to a sequential nature, you know, and especially in parts of the thing. So it's just for memory, for learning, for understanding, we put it like this, but yeah. And, and doing that, that exercise, it sounds like you got to see that. It's like, no, 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 you know, this is happening now and I'm already, you know, I'm invading it, but I'm already craving, or I've already, you know, identified with it because it happens so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> like if I don't get this then I'm going to go home and suffer even more <laughs> so I had best get it so when we did it I, I could just see it and I was grateful I think I think our group was the best I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure it was birth of group ego uh, well, I'm glad this worked. I, I've done this exercise before with people at my DPP program, but they're a group of people that know each other and have done quite a bit of practice. And, you know, I, I don't know a lot of you, so I'm glad to see that it worked. Because this is, you know, to do this with a group of people you don't know, for, for you must have been a little challenging. It always is doing group process, but I'm glad that it was somewhat helpful. There were no arrows I, in the eyes. So okay. <laughs> I think the thing that um, it brought up for me is what is the quality or what's going on that moves one to breaking the cycle? Mm -hmm. uh, and, it, and it started getting me into just a strong sense that all beings desire to be happy. Mm -hmm. you know, so it was really interesting that way. Yeah. Yeah, and it sounds like a lot of people got to that. It's like yeah. you feel the, the stuckness of the cycle what yeah. what is it that what is it that moves us and yes. and the thing is to not again land oh it's this this is what I this yeah. will fix it yeah. this is, it could be any multitude of things at any any diff, any point where you wake up you could have some connection. I, I was also thinking about how one wakes up. I was thinking to some degree there's a there's a I don't know what to call it luck aspect yeah. to it. Grace. Where mm -hmm. I was thinking of you know like if you encounter. <coughs> Uh, a bodhisattva, you're a really lucky person. Luck or karma? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, yeah. different, very yeah. different. Yeah. But just like Bahia, you know, he yeah. got, got yeah. the teaching, and it is, uh, I forget even who, I think it was uh, Chogum Tropa who said this, uh, enlightenment is an accident, but retreats make you accident prone. <laughs> and it's just, you know, yes, waking up is an accident, but you can put yourself in places where waking up is more likely. And it's more likely when you get curious or you talk to people or you practice. You know, if you just wander around chewing your cud like a cow, it's unlikely to happen. So luck, karma, yeah. yeah. Sorry? Contact. Mm -hmm. I don't understand exactly what that is. Anything that hits you at any of the six sense doors. Anything. Oh, it's the yeah. Anything. Sight, sound, smell, taste, touch, mm. content of mind. So a thought is a point of contact. Mm -hmm. A mm. thought can start, you know, this whole thing about craving or a mood or an emotion or a picture, or a smell. And, you know, for most of us, it's not a single thing. It's, you know, a whole, we see often food is beautifully presented, and so the eyes lust after it, and the smell, 
the nose lusts and the tongue lusts, and then we have a whole concept, a thought about eating. So it's not, you know, again, the, in talking about it, we talk about it singularly and as though it's separate, but it's usually a complex thing that's happening. But it's that point, whether it's the prick of the pin or the taste of the chocolate. Okay, I'm wiping out one whole thing we were going to do because uh, we've, I've, we, us, talk. So yes, yeah, so advanced. You're just you're whizzing, keep pushing right towards enlightenment, which is great. But um, I want to do one more talk and one more sitting and one more walking. So I think we'll do a walking period now, and then I'll come back and I'll do um, the talk on getting off the cycle, and then we'll do a last meditation and kind of closing. So um, we'll do a half hour for walking. Um, and I really encourage you to do a walking meditation. Again, not in the, you know, the way you might have done on retreat of pacing up and down, a little bit more reflective. It, 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 it actually often is when the body is out in nature, in some sort of movement, not focused on anything in particular, the mind can actually open up. So I'm not encouraging you to just go out and think to actually uh, re reflect on, use this as a contemplation of any part of this chain, especially in the exercise you just did. Maybe it was the sequence that you were. Kind of make that the focus of your meditation, or maybe it was the contact piece. What, what is contact? What, what's, what's contact right now, or Vedna? So take something in this, these list, this list of 12 and kind of make that the subject of your walking. So you're walking, you're noticing you're walking, and so this is part of this practice is keeping some of your attention in the physical experience and not getting lost in the head. But you're also open to just, it's kind of a rumination, but it, the challenge in this kind of practice is not to get lost in la-di-da-di-da-di-da-di-da-di-da, but really have it be very present moment, curious about how this reflection, what this reflection is revealing to you right now. Does that make sense? Okay, so we'll take, if some my bell ringer could ring the bell at um, five to four. And I'll go do, there's, uh, there's only two more people signed up, so potentially there's room, actually I shouldn't even go there. There's just, if there's someone who'd really like to sign up, I think there's one more slot, but it is sometimes hard to get two in. But we'll come back at um, four o'clock. <laughs>